Coming right up, Straight Talk with Art Levine. Our guest tonight, director Carl De Silva and actor Carl Schott as we continue our 23rd anniversary year. Straight Talk is brought to you in part by the Port of Long Beach, a leader in international trade and environmental stewardship. And the Press-Telegram, your local news leader for over 100 years. And Scan Health Plan, for your health and independence. Join us for tonight's edition of Straight Talk. And now your host, Art Levine. Good evening and welcome to Straight Talk. We have a great show for you tonight focused on the arts. Our first guest is Carl De Silva. Carl, welcome back to Straight Talk. Thank you, Art. Carl's been directing the show, playing at the uh, Long Beach Playhouse, the American classic with Willie Loman. You all know it. It is... Death of a Salesman. Death of a Salesman. One of, the, one of the greats of the American stage. And uh, uh, I guess it's a thrill to work with material uh, that powerful. It makes all the difference because um, you're going to be living with the material for quite a long time. You're going to be reading it many, many times. You'll be working on it for months even before you cast. So it is very helpful when you're able to actually love the piece and, and, uh, and relate to it. And, and uh, it's, such a, it's such a masterful piece of literature. It's amazing. It's been part of our, our culture for, for over 60 years. Yes. And, uh, and your production is, is wonderful. I was there opening night and a uh, powerful production. We'll meet Willie uh, in the next segment. But uh, you are both an actor and a director, and you've been in the business for... 35 plus years, which do you prefer, acting or directing? I prefer directing now. I, I think I underwent a personality change. <laughs> uh, when I was younger, I needed a lot more attention and I wanted to be in front of the, the cameras, so to speak. Yes. And now I am actually quite pleased to be behind it. And um, it's, uh, I really enjoy uh, directing and uh, participating in the creative process, but not necessarily being up there in front of it. But you don't view it as a puppeteer pulling the strings from... No, the... no, no. It's a, it's a collaboration of, a, of, a, of a, so many different artists and uh, skills, and, uh, and I'm just the, um, you know, the production manager. How, there are a that? lot of different ways to present given scenes and all, and uh, I guess as director you have the final say, but... You don't uh, use the stripes on your arm to get it a certain way, as you said a moment ago, a collaborative process, so you listen to your actors and you incorporate some of their ideas? Absolutely. Uh, it's, a, it's a dialogue. Uh, like you said, the only difference is that it, I do have the final uh, word. But it is a, it is a dialogue, and uh, many ideas were incorporated in this show from actors and, and different people. Uh, and some ideas I didn't, but, but it's, uh, it's part of uh, the idea for a director is that you have to have an a overall vision, and then part of our job is to be able to stick to that vision. So some of the ideas sometimes comes from the outside, and they don't quite fit into that vision, so it's your job to say, well, you know, but sometimes that idea leads you to another idea. So then uh, everything is, is But the positive. vision has to stay consistent with right. itself, and, and you're responsible for seeing that the 
the ship sailing in a certain direction Correct. and not otherwise you end up with a uh, you know, quilt yeah. of different patches and it won't work and we'll be meeting uh, uh, Willie uh, call shot in the next segment but one of your responsibilities as director is casting the show talk about that yeah, that, that's an interesting uh, process for this particular show. We, uh, we saw 73 uh, different people uh, that came into the audition. 73 people for how many roles? For 12. For 12 roles. For 12 roles. And so these are, were three very long nights, and uh, it's a very, very serious and, and difficult part of the director's job because essentially half of the work is done on that process because... What the actor is going to bring to it is so important that uh, the casting is, is vital. And uh, I was very lucky with this cast, let me tell you. Yeah. I mean, this is a great cast through and through, no matter what size role, they are all awesome. Well, I was there opening night, as you know, and uh, saw the production, and uh, Willie Loman lived. Oh, yeah. 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 Knocked it out of the ballpark, as far as I'm concerned. But 70-plus actors, and they don't get paid much, if at all, but they, actors need to work. If they're not performing in front of an audience, they're not acting. Uh, it's just a rehearsal, but it's not a performance. That's correct. It's, uh, yeah, it's what drives them. It's, it's what they want to do. Uh, they're either doing to uh, practice or to hone their, their, their skill or to sometimes to be seen by an agent, by a manager, uh, to further their career, uh, networking. I mean, there's a lot of reasons why people would do that, but, but you're right. It, in this case, there's no pay. I know the Playhouse is the oldest continually performing a Playhouse west of the Mississippi, 85-plus right. years. Right. And some folks are there because they, they love to act. They have day jobs, but they love to act. Right. and what you call recreational acting. Right. And others are more serious about their careers and, and are, are moving Correct. and want to use the, this as a stepping stone. And they, they both add to the, to the mix. Yeah, it's a very interesting mix because you get people like Carl who are very experienced and, and then you get people that are starting to actually break into the theater. So you, you, as a director, that becomes kind of an interesting challenge sure. because you're working with people that have maybe done two, three plays in the past and then people like Carl who has a vast uh, resume. So you, you end up with this interesting mix, which is it's actually stimulating and, but a challenge at the same time. Okay, folks, coming up in the next segment, you won't want to miss this, Willie Loman joins us, a.k.a. Call Shot. We'll be right back. <laughs> At the Port of Long Beach, we're not only delivering jobs, smart ideas, and forward-thinking environmental initiatives. We're also delivering opportunity for all of Southern California. Oh, and a clearer horizon line. To learn more, go to polb.com. The Port of Long Beach, thinking outside the docks. 
At Performance Plus Tire, you'll find we carry Toyo tires. For over 50 years, Toyo has been a world leader in the development of high-quality tires. Optimum performance, safety, and a comfortable ride. That's what makes Toyo tires great. And now come into Performance Plus Tire for a great deal on these Toyo tires. Proxies ST, Open Country AT, and Proxies 4. Toyo tires, driven to perform. Come in today and we'll install new Toyo tires on your vehicle while you wait. Performance Plus Tire on Cherry Avenue, one mile north of the 405 in Long Beach. We're back, joined now by actor Carl Schott, who plays Willie Loman in uh, the wonderful production of uh, Death of a Salesman. And uh, Carl, you were just wonderful as, as Willie Loman. Uh, you, were, you were there. Thank you, thank you. Well, I, I have a lot of good people to bounce off. Uh, uh, one man does not make a show. Every part of it makes it uh, memorable, and I had a lot of good other parts. And the show is, is over two hours long, and you're on stage for, for well, probably over 90% of, of it. it. And uh, <laughs> you, you, you have to you stay in character for, for over two hours. You get into a groove. It's like a marathon runner. Uh, I now know why marathon runners love marathons. You you get to the end of it and you're going, oh my gosh, I'm completely exhausted. And then about next day you're like, let's do it again. Uh. <laughs> Director call, choosing the actor to play Willie Loman is is critically important choice, right? Oh my I mean, God. Without, without a believable Willie, the whole thing... Collapses. Yeah, there's, there's no reason to even get started if you don't have a Willie uh, for this piece. Um, the, every, every part is important, obviously, but Willie uh, literally carries the show. And uh, I, I joke around that Willie is the American Hamlet, right? I yeah. Mean, this, is, this is an amazing part and very difficult. Carl does a great job. And without him, I mean, we really literally wouldn't have a show. I and mean, you have worked with Carl in earlier, an earlier production. Yes, Waiting for Godot. Waiting yes. for Godot, yeah. Well, um, Carl, what does it mean uh, when you're playing uh, a role in an American classic like Salesman versus other, other roles? I mean, uh, when, this, when the, the play is that powerful, it, it probably is uplifting to the actor. Well, uh, I tell the story that when I got cast, um, the cast list came out and, and it was online, and I told my wife here, you tell me. Uh, <laughs> and she went, you got the part. And we all went, yay, all right, we got the part. And then it sinks in that you went, oh, my God, what did I just get myself into? Because it is such an iconic American yeah. icon. Yeah. Um, you're going to be Willie Loman. And like you said, an American Hamlet, or uh, I've also heard it called the domestic Lear. You know, King Lear, the yeah. domesticized. Yeah, yeah. that fits. Um, and you start to realize... You are playing something that many greats have done, and uh, you want to do it right. Because yeah, it's scary at one point. You go, oh my God, what did I just get myself into? And Why? Arthur Miller wrote something that is iconic, yeah. and you want to be respectful to that. Yeah, and you don't want to be the one who gets Willie Loman wrong. So first you're all like, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be in a play, and now yeah. it's like... Now I have to do the work. Well, you, you have a, a, a rich uh, a list of credits. Uh, uh, you've done other work at the Playhouse. Uh, I go where the shows are. <laughs> yeah. You, you, you want to do a diverse uh, resume of shows wherever they are. You can do here, 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 here. 
Um, luckily, I live in you know central Los Angeles where I can go do shows out on the west side, Orange County, Long Beach, Hollywood, you know. You just want to go to where the good shows are and but, will the, where they'll but hire you, you. Your career is acting. This is not recreational for you. This is, uh, no. this is what you do. And how long have you been doing it? When did you first decide you wanted to be an actor? Oh, I, uh, my freshman year in high school, I took a drama class. It was part, you know, to do it. And they were doing theater games. And it was the first thing that I realized, I'm good at this. Uh, I can be funny. I'm yeah. I'm not afraid to look stupid, you know, which yes. is, you know, to be an actor, you really have to not be afraid of doing things wrong and falling down and being able to pick yourself up and try it again. I'm just looking. So Oscar and the Odd Couple. I, I can see that. <laughs> I can see that. There are some roles that are just branded <laughs> on you. You have to be Oscar, Carl. Why? Uh, look at me. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that was very typecast because I am a very slobby guy. No. And and the funny thing happened on the way to the forum, those characters. Yeah, uh, I found, you know, I'm classically trained. I went to college. I, I, after a while, you realize, well, if this is what I want to do... Better learn how to do it. Yeah, can I do it right? You know, <laughs> yeah. I should learn the right way. So I became classically trained, but I found that, you know, comedy came very easy. Uh, I took improv classes when I was 19 with the LA Connection, and... Uh, I'm just a silly guy if you get down to it. I, I'm the guy who will do a pratfall to get the girls to laugh, you know. I found out early I'm not going to be that ingenue leading man type. <laughs> I guess not. Uh, so after a while you realize... We had well, Gregory Peck's son on last week talk about iconic actors. Yeah. Oh. So I was not going to be the leading handsome man, so I learned that character roles are actually fun. You get on, you do your stick, everyone laughs, and you're off before you can screw it up. <laughs> so uh, I made a career of that. And so then you, like, like a lot of comedic actors that are relevant today, your, your Tom Hanks and Steve Martins, they've gone from those wacky comedies into being able to be dramatic because they have that training. Comedy is hard, but the, for those who, can, who find it easy, they actually can do drama too. And so they want to make those moves and be able to do both. And so, hey, here I am, a fun guy, and I'm going to be Willie Loman. Oh, my God. I, well, you also uh, do... Musicals, and I guess you sing. And yeah, Gypsy I can hear you and too. South Pacific and My Fair Lady. Uh, what a what a rich panoply of work. Well, you want to be able to uh, you know do all kinds of theater. If you're going to do one type of theater, you kind of get pigeonholed. You want to yes. be able to do a lot of this. I and see that. you as a character out of Guys and Dolls. I have to tell you, one of my favorite shows. <laughs> I can see you as. Uh, Benny the Bookmaker, oh, or Big yeah. Louie, or whatever his name Give is. Give me a hat and I'd love to be a lady tonight. <laughs> Marlon Brando. Oh, course. we even use that show a lot of times because uh, Death of a Salesman also gets stigmatized as being a sad show. You yes. know, it's a sad show. So as the cast, we are actually very lighthearted. And we go, we're doing the Death of a Salesman musical. And you <laughs> lock, be a salesman tonight. You know, we've got all the songs and ready to but go. But you, you set the tone for, for what you wanted this production of Death of a Salesman. You didn't want it to be overly heavy. You wanted it to have a lot of activity and a lot of positive parts within this story of... Uh, yeah. That, that's part of the vision that, that we were discussing earlier. Um, what I wanted to emphasize in this, in this 
particular production was not that this is a sad play, but this, but this is a, a uh, it's life. So it has everything. It has humor. It has lighthearted moments. It has hope. It has despair. Um, and, um, and we wanted to be able to flesh that all out so the audience could go through the entire journey and not just sit there uh, sitting, uh, feeling depressed. And I don't think the audience does feel uh, depressed in this show. And, and Willie is actually struggling to, 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 to stay alive, to, to do the things that he needs to do. And watching a person, a person struggle is much more interesting than watching a person be sad. And his father, the character's father, died when he was very young, and he never had someone to tell him how to go into business and how to right. do that. No and, role model. Yeah. No, no role model. Right. And he so desperately wants to be a role model for his kid. Right. But right. it's a very, very moving piece for me. I mean, I, I'm still moved by it. I know exactly what's coming because I've been working on it forever. <laughs> and I still get my goosebumps and my teary eye. I mean, it's, it's a very, very uh, moving piece. And that was written by the great playwright Arthur Miller, I think, 1946. And yet it is still fresh today. The, the, the issues are real. Yes. And there's nothing dated about it. I know. The, the, the characters are, you still uh, relate to them. And, and the ideas of the play are still relevant, right? Because you have a play needs to challenge you intellectually and wants to move you in some way. So this play does both, in my opinion. And still. we were talking before we went on air, the scene where the Willie is trying to get to, to stay local and not have to hit the road every week. Right. And the boss's son is now running the company and he's yes. not hearing anything of it. it it's... And so many people, millions of people are, are being laid off or terminated or... Uh, Jobs are... They're, a certain person's job is now becoming obsolete and therefore, you know, technology and, you know, just day-to-day uh, -day, uh, stuff. Somebody is not needed in that job anymore because that job doesn't exist. We've moved on. And like Willie Loman is one of those people where it's like, you know, I've been doing this job for so many years and now that job doesn't even exist anymore because it's it, we've moved on from that. Yet he has no other way where anywhere else to go. When you're a salesman, all you can do is try and sell, and he's mm -hmm. not meeting great success with it in these last years. But at least he he represents the firm, and now the boss is telling him, "We don't want to. We don't want you to represent us anymore. No, yeah. no. You're, out, you're out." When they when they stop smiling back. It's an earthquake. Yeah. That's one of Charlie's lines. And, uh, and I think this is, every time I hear that, it's like, oh, my God, it's so true. For, for Willie, his whole um, way of doing business was the, the relationships. The uh, smile. The smile, building relationships with people, coming into the same towns and seeing the same people and, and uh, the, the gratitude and the respect towards each other. And yeah. as he got older, all that started to disappear and it was just cut and dry. How much? What do you got? And I need it now. As opposed to coming in and going out to dinner and, and smoozing and knowing people. Now nobody knows him. Nobody cares. And what's that powerful line? I'm Willie Loman. I'm Willie Loman. Oh, it's, uh, I am not, not a dime a dozen. I'm not a dime a dozen. I'm Willie, Willie Loman. Loman. But the, pro but the, the sad is, part is, is he, he, was, is. he became he is a, a dime a dozen. dozen. Yeah. And not even a dime that anybody needed anymore. Wow. Yeah. So, but he needed his illusion to keep him going, 
and then reality collapses on him. And well, he, he thought that nobody told him what to do. So he, this is his idea of you go to work, you go to work for a company all these years, and at the end of the the light, at the end of the tunnel, you will be rewarded for your hard and work. And that used to be the way. I mean, mm -hmm. uh, company, people would work for the same firm for 30, 40, 50 years. I taught mm -hmm. at the university, and... Uh, and, and that's no longer. You have to be prepared today to be in business for yourself, me incorporated. Yes. Or be able to jump ship and, jump and go And wherever. work for discrete assignments mm -hmm. at different firms. But there's no rag, you know, it's, it's not cradle to the grave employment anymore, mm -hmm. which it used to be. Yeah. You'd work for a firm for 30, yeah. 40, 50 years. Yeah. They give you a gold you give watch. You watch. You retire, and then you've built something. Nowadays, it's like, yeah. you know, you're there, and they're moving on, and they're letting people go as they move on. Yeah. Okay, well, we're going to take a pause now, but we'll be continuing with this discussion after these messages. How do you like your chances the rest of the way? I got no idea. But I do know that if we stay with Naples Rib Company, at least we won't go hungry. Coach, what do you think about some of those questionable calls tonight? Oh, yeah, but if you want a sound call, I'd call Naples Rib Company. You can't miss on that call. Then Naples Rib Company is part of your game plan? There really is nothing more motivating than a great barbecue meal at Naples Rib Company. Victory or not, Naples Rib Company, great game plan. Founded in 1976, Polly's Gourmet Coffee is Southern California's most complete gourmet coffee store. Polly's has the best tasting coffee freshly roasted every day right in the store. Plus a wide selection of teas, an in-house bakery, espresso bar, patio dining, and more. We also offer Wi-Fi, free internet access for all of our customers. Our nationwide clientele agree, when it comes to coffee, there's only one name to remember. Polly's, 4606 East 2nd Street, welcoming you into Belmont Shore. When I was a boy growing up in Italy, I had a dream to own my own store. I came to the United States and I worked hard as a tailor. Hi, I'm Umberto. I've been in Long Beach since 1960, carrying the finest quality men's clothing. It was a long way away, but styles are just around the corner. Umberto, 2141 Belfar, Long Beach. When you have enough internet speed for everyone in your home, mom can video chat with grandma. Your daughter can check her favorite sites. Your son can conquer the galaxy. And you'll still have enough bandwidth to conquer your first warrior pose. Get internet speed starting at 60 megabits per second with Charter Spectrum. Where will it take you? Okay, we're back with this wonderful discussion with director Carl De Silva and actor Carl Schott. Um, show business is an exciting field to be in, and uh, uh, what do you look for uh, in the future in your career, Carl, with a C? Yes. Um, well, I, I hope to direct other wonderful pieces like this. I mean, this is, this is my hobby, and uh, so I combine all my uh, golf hours into one production a year. <laughs> And, uh, and my expectation is to do more of exactly this. 
hopefully with a cast as good as this and with a piece as good as this. Wonderful. And Carl, uh, you have a, a rich career, and uh, where do you see yourself going? Well, you, you finish this show, and then you go on to the next show. You know, you audition, and whatever show you get involved in, then you go, okay, bam, I'm locked into this. Now let's start digging that one apart. It's like a little treasure hunt every show. You get the show, and then you start tearing it apart and see what you can find. You, you put all this work in five or six weeks of rehearsal, do the show for four mm -hmm. weeks, and then it's all gone. It, it, it disappears into the vapor, and then you have to start again on something else. You start else. all over again. But that's the exciting thing. It's like, oh, I, I've, I've conquered this, or did I? And, but now you put that away and go, now you. <laughs> Does the cast become kind of like a family after, and bond after yeah. uh, opening night? or something? Very much so. Very much so. It, it, it's exactly that. It's, uh, we do a lot of things together, and uh, the amount of contact is huge because we're working on it you know, yeah. 14, 15 hours a week for five, six weeks, and then the run, so. And I'm told that even very successful actors with big names, they don't work a lot of the 365 days. They're always looking for work. Is that true? Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, I'm leaving here, and I got to go to Burbank to an audition, and then I got to come back and do the show tonight. So it's... You know, you're always constantly in that chase. And, Carl, you have to have a, a tough constitution because you're always auditioning and applying, and you're not always getting the roles. No. And if, if no is the answer and you're going to be devastated by the no, you're in the wrong business. That's correct. You have to be very good at accepting rejection. I go to an audition. I do it. And then I go do something else. You completely forget it until if they call you, they call you. If they don't, you, great, you forgot all great about attitude. it. Great attitude. Yeah. Yes. Great attitude about it. And, uh, and I read a wonderful book years ago, The Four Agreements, and one of the four principles of living is don't take anything personally. You so can't. If they don't want you for Willie, the hell with them. Go on, right? I learned a long time ago. Yeah. I used to do, uh, when I do Gypsy, another musical, and I, get, I would do Herbie's. And I learned that... Gypsy, kind of like Death of a Salesman, you need that one character, your Mama Rose. Once you have that Mama Rose, then you build your cast around yes. it. Now, I can be the best Herbie, but if I don't fit that Mama Rose, I'm not in it. Not in and it. I have no control over that. So. And, and therefore, don't take it personally. Exactly. It's, it's nothing to do with you. It's the other thing. And, okay. Uh, we'll be back with the rest of our show after <laughs> these messages. Trainees mixes California style with continental cuisine that includes fresh seafood from around the world. Since Phil is the chef, the menu has a wide variety of pastas, salads, soups, and appetizers that feature his unique personal touch. And the Italian-American signature dishes are simply beyond delicious. You never know who you're going to run into at Trainees, from the famous sports legends on the Wall of Fame to local celebrities having a drink at the bar. For the best fine dining experience, visit Phil Trainees. 
At Performance Plus Tire, you'll find we carry Toyo tires. For over 50 years, Toyo has been a world leader in the development of high-quality tires. Optimum performance, safety, and a comfortable ride. That's what makes Toyo tires great. And now come into Performance Plus Tire for a great deal on these Toyo tires. Proxies ST, Open Country AT, and Proxies 4. Toyo tires, driven to perform. Come in today and we'll install new Toyo tires on your vehicle while you wait. Performance Plus Tire on Cherry Avenue, one mile north of the 405 in Long Beach. You've been planning this moment for a long time. It couldn't be a more perfect moment. And you have the perfect ring that will tell her, I want to love you forever. But nothing is perfect. Don't listen to that guy. He got the ring at McCarty's. McCarty's yes. makes a moment. The arts are such an important part of, of, of a life and we're, we're so lucky to have uh, entities in town like the Long Beach Playhouse, Musical Theatre West, ICT and others where you can see really good theatre right here in Long Beach. And guys, thank you for what you do uh, to, to add to, the, to this wonderful mix. And we have a few minutes for final thoughts, Carl. Well, no, just thank you very much, Art, for, you know, for this opportunity. And um, I hope everyone at home gets to uh, come out and watch the show. It's not, you're not going to be sad. You're going to be moved and challenged uh, intellectually. And uh, it's really a wonderful experience. Thanks, Carl. And Carl with a K. I say it's a good chance to come out and see live theater. Um, and it is uh, an old classic, but I, I tell people to come rediscover it because You've read it in high school, you probably read it in college, and to actually see it alive on stage this way, it's, you know, you're supporting literature, you're supporting the arts. Gentlemen, thank you both for thank bringing you. your talents to, to right here at Straight Talk, and thank, thank you, you at home for being our guest. Please join us next week for the next edition of our show. Good night, everyone. Straight Talk has been brought to you by the Port of Long Beach, the Press-Telegram, and Scan Health Plan. And remember, Straight Talk is viewable 24-7 at straighttalktv.com.